This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Brandon Kelly, the host of Blue Wire's new podcast, Golden Gold. Messi takes everybody on. Messi has got it! From Lionel Messi to Marta to Pele, our show takes a deep dive into soccer superstars. 2-0 and he's... What a World Cup for Megan Rapinoe! From Zlatan Ibrahimovic's brash confidence with the play to back it up, to Megan Rapinoe's heroic outspokenness and World Cup flair. Each episode examines a personality of the world's game. We'll dig into Maradona's Hand of God performance and subsequent downfall. The teenage trio at Dortmund that signaled the next generation of superstars. And that infamous headbutt that slung Zinedine Zidane from glory. Golden Goal. Soccer stars and the moments that made them. Premiering this summer on Blue Wire. It's important to establish that culture of winning, the importance of winning, and doing things the right way. So for us, it's just to keep building upon that. Throws to the end zone. It is caught for the Miami touchdown. It's Parker. All day long with Devontae Parker. Picked off. Going to the end zone is Eric Rowe for the touchdown. Play fake. Throws it. There he is. Wiggins. And it's a big man touchdown in Miami. Miami has the Dolphins. Miami Dolphins fans, assemble! I like how you dragged out the assemble. You're switching up just sick. a tiny bit, which I and like. And that's, like that's me sick, Mason. That's me bringing the A game for the fans. They had come to expect the Ron Burgundy and Anchorman shtick at the beginning of Fins Up Friday. So I had to bring it despite me feeling like crap. But welcome, everybody, to this episode of Fins Up Friday. As always, we're brought to you by the Blue Wire Podcast Network and Bet Online. My name's Riley Bradshaw. He's Mason Englehart. You can follow and interact with the show on social media or at Fin It to Win It on Facebook and Twitter. We have a jam-packed episode tonight, Mason, so we're not going to waste too much time. We have an interview coming up here with Frank the Tank Fleming of Barstool Sports. I'm not going to lie. I didn't really know what to expect, or I kind of did, but some factors came into play that made this thing kind of go off the rails at times. I think, Mason, we have to warn people going into this. One, there's going to be explicit language. If you know anything about Frank, he doesn't give a damn what people think of him or <laughs> filtering what he says. Um, and two, he we, we actually get him in the middle of a Mets game, and he's a huge New York Mets and Miami Dolphins fan. So that right there is a recipe for disaster. <laughs> it was, and I'll tell you what, you know, I don't even know how to describe this interview you guys are going to listen to. We talk about Dolphins. We talk about Mets. There's a ton of just funny moments in it. Shenanigans. It, it's shenanigans. Yeah, sh- shenanigans is a great way to put it. It is definitely not a conventional interview. I think that's the best way to describe it right there. So kind of buckle up and get ready for it. But like Riley said, Frank's passionate. You can definitely tell as we're talking to him about Dolphin stuff, as he just screams about the Mets game. So it, it is a lot of fun. We're excited for that interview. And then after the interview, Riley, what do we got going on? So we started a few weeks ago. Our Dolphins Trivia Challenge. We selected from those challenges, from those posts that we did on social media, we selected contestants to go up against each other. Tonight, we have two of the first rounds of our Dolphins Trivia Challenges. So we have four Dolphins fans coming on to compete against each other with the chance to win a $100 gift card to NFL Shop. Really exciting stuff there. So we're going to get into that after the Frank the Tank interview. We're going to play that right now and like i said earlier just a warning everyone going into it there's explicit language so buckle up 
If you don't want to listen to that, you can jump into the trivia. But I think this is you're going to want to listen to it if you like uh, if you like podcasting that's you know a little more conversational, a little more. Uh, ridiculous. I don't. I don't even know how to describe it, Mason. It's just such yeah, a wild. Yeah, there's interview. there's definitely some questions we ask Frank that do not get answered because <laughs> they're 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 interrupted with the Mets game. But you know what? That's Frank. Uh, you know, you gotta love him for it. He's a passionate guy, and we eventually do get him to answer the questions, though. So don't worry about that. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So it's a nice mix of Dolphins talk, some gambling, and then all of the stuff that he does for Barstool and sportsencyclopedia.com and his podcast, Allow Me to Be Frank. So let's go ahead and roll that interview of Frank the Tank Fleming, who joined us here on Finit to Win It earlier this week. All right, we're excited to be joined now on the podcast by Frank the Tank Fleming. You know Frank from Barstool Sports, sportsencyclopedia.com, and of course his podcast, Allow Me to Be Frank. You can catch that on any major podcast platform. Frank, Thanks for joining us, man. The time of this recording, this is coming out a couple days from now, but the time of this recording, there is a Mets game going on. Everyone knows you're a huge Mets fan. I'm surprised you even joined us tonight, and you're pretty well, heated up right now. I had to do it eventually. <laughs> I have to do it around my new hot mic schedules. Well, yeah. And my own for- podcast at 10 o'clock. Right. And Frank, a couple days ago, we had to reschedule because you had some stuff going on, but that day, you had like three teeth pulled. What's the deal yes. with that? Was that like a planned thing, Frank? No, or? no, no. I uh, I had some serious toothache, and I called the uh, dentist, and they were able to pull them right away. So that was good. That's yeah, pretty shocking, was- considering your your soda habit and the thing you do <laughs> for barstool. <laughs> well, and also the fact I chew plastic like it's. <laughs> well, that so Frank, we got that in common. I I chew plastic all the time. My wife gets on me all the time. If I have a pen in my hand, I'm always chewing on it. Like I actually have a pen in my hand right now, so I'm trying my best to keep it on my out of my mouth. And also, I went to the dentist for the first time in about 12 years. I'm not going to say how many cavities I had, but they were happy to see me as a new customer. We'll we'll, we'll just put it that way. Yeah. So I lost that one tooth last year, and the root stayed underneath and rotted two teeth down alongside of it. Yeah, Frank. Well, does Barstool does Barstool provide you health care for all of the soda well, that's, that's reviews court, that you that, give? I get that from the courthouse, at least. There you go. <laughs> well, but, uh, for those that don't know, Frank is joining us because yes, he is a huge Mets fan, but he's also a huge Dolphins fan, and you're also a Devils fan, I believe. So, yes. Frank, before we kick off, I'm just curious. You know, you're from New Jersey, or at least you live in New Jersey currently. I don't know if you're from there originally. I've lived here since I was one. Okay, so. You know, you grow up, you live in New Jersey, you're a Mets fan, and you're a Dolphins fan. Like, my understanding is how it is up there in New Jersey, New York area. It's like you're a Giants, Yankees fan, or a Mets, Jets fan, but you decided to be a Mets and arch rival of the Jets fan. Mainly the Miami Dolphins. How did that, how did that happen? Dan, mainly because of Dan Marino. And one okay. of my first, that I was a big fan of Flipper, the, the, the TV show when I was a baby. And then, and then the Dolphins go to the Super Bowl. They beat the Jets, of course, in the Mud Bowl. A.J. Dewey was my first favorite player. I actually cried when the Dolphins released him. Yeah, A.J. Dewey. He had all those interceptions in the uh, AFC Championship game. I, I, yeah. I couldn't understand why the Dolphins got rid of him. Yeah, now let me ask you a question, Frank. Since you're up in that area, would you say the most annoying fan base uh, that the Dolphins, you know, one of their rivals, would you say it's easily the Jets or would you maybe well, put the there pack? goes a Met rally killed. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I saw, the, I saw they had runners on first and second, Frank. What happened real quick? Robinson Cano. Don't you know? A double, an easy double play. Easy. Easily. Easily. And now it's... And the red side's going, easy, easy, lemon squeezy. Oh, my God. I wish this was a video podcast so that people could see the torture you put through your glasses. How many pairs of glasses have you gone through, Frank? Well, uh, this is my third pair since uh, the pandemic started. Since the pandemic started? <laughs> So you're about one a month, one pair a month. You know what we need to do, Mason? We need to have Frank on to watch like a Dolphins game live, so we can get these kind of. Are you? Yeah, do you Frank, get this heated how, up during yeah. Dolphins games as you do Mets how games? Dolphins games. It's yeah. been a while since I've been that heated for the Dolphins because I've been so apathetic for the last twenty years. I mean, that is such a good point, and I honestly, I kind of feel the same way up until recently. And I know you had that rant that you know went viral about how the Dolphins can't even tank. I'm curious, Frank, like, are you a big Tua guy? Because they ended up still getting Tua, you know, this yes. whole tank for Tua. So, yes. like, are you are you, are you you over that because they, they yes. actually did get Tua? 
Oh, oh, the Reddit sucks. Go all oh, happily. They already, they're already shaking hands. The game's over. They're actually leapfrogging into the dugout. So two. The ball, the the Mets, the Mets out the outfield defense. If you hit a ball right at them, it just goes over their head, and then you just see the, the ball bounces on the wall, and they're like, they're actually spinning the ball like a dog chasing the tail. Hey, well, the good news is, Frank, the inning, the inning is over, so we probably got a good five minutes to get some oh, some God. questions in real quick. But, Frank, real quick, before we get to Tua, worst rival that you have to deal with, worst Dolphins rival, would you say the Jets are the most annoying, the Patriots, the Bills? Who would you, well, who'd the, you put your the, money the on The Patriots have been just good. The Bills suck, but they were good in the 90s. It has to be the Jets because they are so pathetic. Their fan base is like, like the biggest losers you can ever imagine. And, 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 and the and – there's and our promo the clip right there. <laughs> the Jets are such losers. I mean, in fact, they shouldn't be called the Jets anymore. They should be called the New York Paper Aeroplanes. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, well, Frank, have you gotten... Go ahead, Riley. Sorry. I was, so I was going to ask, Frank, are you actually a Tua guy? Because you got all heated about the Mets. Yes, there. I am. Are you a Tua guy? Yes, I right. am. Yes, I am. But I think the Dolphins should take it slow with him, give him mostly a redshirt year, and then when – Maybe at the end of the season, if he's ready, uh, give him like last uh, six weeks. So that's that's kind of where Riley and I weigh in. We said after the bye, they actually play the Jets, who they would have back played right before the bye, back to back. So we're like, this is the perfect time for him to go. But Flores came out today. I don't know if you saw uh, Coach Flores' comments. You know, there's going to be no restrictions, no limitations on Tua. Do you feel a little bit more positive that he can start earlier, or are you set on just him waiting? I'd rather have him wait. I want to make sure he's 100% ready when he's ready. That's, and we have Fitzpatrick there, so, you know, a nice bridge quarterback. Yes. So, Fr- Frank, are you more, and are you more optimistic? Is. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, always been his whole tw- career. I'm not, I'm not optimistic for 2020. Yeah, but now that they have Tua, is this the most optimistic you've been? You, I mean, you mentioned over the past 20 years. I mean, I think most Dolphins fans would agree with you 100%. Yeah. So, I like, are you now think... more optimistic than you have been in, like, yes, the past I am. couple I, decades? I am. I, I mean... I mean, the, 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 when things went to fucking hell was when uh, Ricky Williams decided to go smoke pot. Yeah, that's when it fell apart, yeah. Well, One of the many times it fell well, apart. Yeah, I was about to say, Wanstead didn't help either running him into the ground, pretty much crumbling his body over the, that two-year stretch. That, that didn't help much either. Wanstead was a fucking moron. We actually had uh, James McKnight on our show. I don't know if you remember James McKnight. He played for the Dolphins for a few years when Wanstead was there. And and James even mentioned, he was like, you know, there were times where we wanted to air it out. We wanted to keep going with our offense. But all Wanstead was really concerned about was the defense. So, you know, he, he kind of agrees with that sentiment. Yeah, I'm pretty I conservative mean, on offense. I mean, yeah. Jay Fiedler was an okay quarterback. And then they remember they brought an A.J. Feely. Oh, God, yeah. Second-round oh. pick they gave the Eagles for Feely. I mean, that guy was that guy was terrible. Yeah. Well, what, who'd you – well, then you have, like – then you have your John Becks. I mean, oh, we could oh, go God. on and on from all these quarterbacks. Cleo you, Lemon. Cleo Lemon, yeah. Cleo Lemon's another good one. Joey Harrington. Yeah, that's why I didn't want him to touch the guy from uh, the Herbert there. He reminds me of Harrington too much. Yeah, you weren't a big Herbert guy, huh? No, he reminds me of Harrington. Now, Frank, you said you're a Tua guy, but if the Dolphins had a chance to draft Joe Burrow, would you still wanted them to take Tua over Burrow if they had a realistic shot with the first pick? Or what do you think about that? Um, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I, think that's a Burrow, I, I think that's a tough question because I, I don't know if Burrow was a one-year wonder. And going to Cincinnati, we're never going to know because Cincinnati ruins quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not lying, I guess. It's a good point. So are you a big Brian Flores guy? I'm impressed at how he's uh, handled the team so far. By the way, don't know if you know this, he is a Mets fan. Is he really? (laughs) So not only do you know everything about the Mets players, but you know everything about Mets fans as well. You know who's Mets fans, who's not Mets fans. Yeah, someone asked him last year, uh, the Dolphins were getting ready to play. uh, I forgot who they were getting ready to play. But it was like the day after the Yankees got eliminated, and they asked him, uh, uh, the Yankees had just got uh, knocked out of the playoffs. uh, how do you feel about that? And he said, I don't care about the Yankees. I'm a Met fan. <laughs> Frank, what team do you hate the most in sports? Like, I, I'm assuming it's the Jets or Patriots for football, but like overall. Patriots, I, Patriots, Patriots. Uh, Braves, Philadelphia Flyers. Braves over the well, Phillies, huh? Well, I hate the Phillies almost as much. It, it vacillates. 
it vacillates between those two. The fucking so, Miami Marlins. Well, I was about to bring that up, Frank, because Riley and I, you know, this is kind of an unfortunate thing, but we're both Marlins fans. So, like, yeah. where does where does your hate lie for the Marlins? They've been so rising, uh, rising with what's going on the last because of week. the COVID sure. stuff. Sure. Yes, because they're fucking morons. And uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie with that. I'm not gonna argue with that. And uh, what I remember most about the fucking Marlins is when they made their two trips to the fucking World Series. The Dolphins hey, to ah, here it comes. Now it now we are seeing why. So. <laughs> the Dolphins had to play games all for, for half the fucking season on that goddamn motherfucking kitty litter. It looked like fucking kitty litter when they put that. <laughs> when they because they get that because then it always rained. The Dolphins got full of mud. I remember they lost a the game to the Patriots in two thousand three. Yep, in overtime, where, where the uh, where the Dolphin uh, the DB uh, stumbled on the dirt. And then well, uh, earlier in the game, the Dolphin receiver stumbled on the dirt. Yeah, and that was the same game Olindo Mari. He missed like a 30-yard chip shot. On the dirt. Uh, on the dirt to win it. And then Brady threw an 80-yard bomb, I believe, to Troy Brown uh, to win that game in 03. But also on the bright side in 95, I believe it was, or was it 94? When the, I believe it was 94 when the Dolphins opened up against the Patriots yep, and Marino had, had four touchdowns, game. had four touchdowns. Five. Five touchdowns. Thank you for correcting me, including that fourth down conversion when they were pretty much in the dirt. That was a hell of a game. That's yeah, the best it, memory from the dirt. And and uh, and it rained just before the game, and it was yeah. just a, a mud pit. It was a mud pit. Yep. What is your favorite so, Dolphins memory, Frank? We talked about the you know the mm-hmm. how rough it's been the last two decades, but do you have something that's stood out to you during your lifetime as a Dolphins fan that's positive? Uh, they're both against the Jets. One when I, I was. Well, can one, I guess which one it is, real quick, Frank? I bet it's the AJ Dewey, the Jets. When I was the, seven years old. Yep, AJ Dewey. Three interceptions. Yep. And my other favorite Dolphin memory, the Marino Spike game against the yeah. Jets. I like it. I like it. I got to see Jason Taylor's last game for the Dolphins at home when they played the Jets, and he had that touchdown that was called back, which really sucked. But they still beat the Jets. And they beat the crap out of them. Rex Ryan, Mark Sanchez, and them. And I remember them carrying Jason Taylor off the field. So yeah, I remember that. That's probably one of my favorites. So I guess it's all versus the Jets, Mason. I don't know if, if you're you have a Jets moment. Oh no, I well I got plenty of Jets ones. Bills definitely is when the Dolphins won in the wild card round. Trace Armstrong sack and Flutie, man, getting that uh, sack and strip fumble to end that game. That was pretty awesome, especially with all the playoff misery the Dolphins have had against the Bills in that decade. And to beat them, even though it was at the tail end of Marino's career, that was pretty awesome. Um, as far as Jets game, I mean, winning with Chad Pennington week 17 in New York against Brett yeah. Favre, that was pretty awesome to win the division. Um, yeah, that's you a good know, one. I mean, that, 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 that definitely ranks up there, especially in the last 20 years with how many little playoff appearances the Dolphins have had. Frank, what's your thoughts on Xavier Howard? I mean, right now he's not able to practice. Training camp just started. Um, do you think he's somebody the Dolphins will keep for a few years or with the price tag and the injury concerns and some off-field issues? Probably, always hurt. Do you think they're going to win? He's probably a goner. He, he, when the Dolphins are finally ready to go uh, and contend for Super Bowl, he will not be there. You think that's why they brought Byron Jones in as an insurance plan and they drafted Noah Ingbenogany in the first round? Yes. Cornerback? Yes. What were your thoughts on the draft, Frank? I mean, obviously, Tua making a big splash. Uh, on the I, I like the draft for the most part. I would give it a B. There are a few places I would have liked him to go. I'd were you a running back would... guy? Did you want to see yeah. a running back like Mason? Yep. Yeah, me as well, man. I thought they would. I thought they should have went after Swift or even Dobbins in the yeah, second exactly, round. Exactly. And of course, Rene Rivera, completely uh, useless behind on plate, completely useless with the bat in his hand. Oh, shit. The, the Mets just never score. They never score. <laughs> the ground gives up one or two runs a game, and he never wins. He never wins. My, uh, I've had a rough night with baseball bets. Um, I actually do have the Mets tonight just to kind of rub well, salt in the wound. Well, well, well don't pick the, the Mets in the ground pitches because they just don't fucking score for him. Ever. But I, but I did take the under, and it was like I think I got it at seven. or I think I got it at seven and a half. I got the under. Well, right, so now I, it's, right now it's three in the fifth inning. Okay, well, I feel good about that. But – I really need football to start, Frank, because when I bet on baseball and it just does not go well, and this week has been miserable, I had the um, Diamondbacks it's hard, today. It's hard, it's hard to bet on baseball and uh, hockey. Yeah. 
Now, uh, football, and I can do a little bit of basketball too, but football is my sport to bet on easily. So I, that's another reason. Do you feel, Frank, the season's going to last for the NFL? I know the NBA is doing the whole bubble thing. Do you think the NFL will make it, or do you think with just so many players being out there? I hope so. I hope so. I hope we don't we have a, don't have that many idiots and and that everyone just pulls together and tries to, to keep everything safe. You know, I, I, I think we overreact a little bit to this COVID thing because – an athlete, the the, the, the survival rate is already 99.6%. And most of the people that die are elderly or people with health concerns. And people who play in the NFL and baseball and bad sports are not in that category of concern. There's so much unknown. All these guys, you know, a lot of Patriots recently are pulling out before the season even started. So far, no Dolphins have so far. I'm starting to think that the Patriots are going to are tanking for uh, – Trevor Noah, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. You think that yeah, there's I mean, no way that's on purpose, though, right? I mean, it, it's just yes, like it when, is. Frank, we're talking, <laughs> we're talking. John Creese, the most corrupt coach in the history of sports, is running that team. I think it's just it, it's it, they have a golden horseshoe up their ass. It's like when the Colts lost oh. Peyton Manning for that one season, and then Andrew Luck, they oh, draft him the next year. Yeah, Riley, you bring up the Colts, the Niners. I mean, when they went from Montana to Steve Young, even the Packers with Favre well, and Young, Aaron Rodgers. Young wasn't luck. Young was 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 design. Do you do you do? I don't know if you remember this. Steve Young play, went chose to play in the USFL, and yeah. he played for the LA Expresses, and you know the USFL. After he left the USFL, he played for the Buccaneers. He was the Buccaneers starting quarterback. They went two and fourteen, two straight years. They drafted uh, Vinny Testaverde, and they basically dumped Young. And I think I think they, I think they, they, the Niners gave him like a third or fourth round pick, something like that. Nobody thought anything of Steve Young. He was just sent to San Francisco as a backup quarterback for Joe Montana. Any team could have had him. Any team could have had him. But after going two and fourteen, two straight years in Tampa, nobody wanted to touch him. They thought he was garbage. So he goes to San Francisco and. Playing behind Joe Montana, he learns how to play quarterback. So I was thinking, you know, over the past couple decades, we've gone through countless quarterbacks. I'm going to call Mason out here for a second. The one quarterback I know Mason was high on, he liked Chad Henney. I don't know why me and him debated about Chad Henney. I mean, you mean dangling Chad? (laughs) (laughs) My question, Frank, is. It's easy to laugh about it now, obviously. Uh, I don't know how you didn't see it, but my question is, Frank, was there a quarterback that you got, you know, hyped for that, you know, eventually obviously let you down, but were any of these quarterbacks, were you excited about any of them before Tua? Not one. Not one of them. I mean, I thought Chad Henney might have a chance. It might be a steal. I mean, remember, remember, remember Pat White? Good guy. Oh, yeah. well, that second lasted, <laughs> that lasted second a second. <laughs> I, mean, I was actually he, at that game when he, he got knocked out. I, I actually thought I saw his... This is his... <laughs> His soul leave his body. <laughs> oh, it did. Um, I, I was at that game against the Steelers, and I mean, it was I think either the week sixteen or week seventeen. It might have been week seventeen. So that place was three, oh, was four full of Steelers, Steelers fans. fans. It was it so was many awful. Steelers fans, and and even them, you know, Steeler fans. They, I they did. Not I mean, he hit. just was running on his side there. He got hit, and the next thing you know, I quit for. <laughs> He's one well, of those guys, you know, when you watched him in college, you did not realize how small he was. And when yeah, he stepped on the no. NFL field, you're like, holy crap, this guy's going to die. I think that was a good example of how Bill Parcells, even though that one season the Dolphins did have success with him, he did not have the master plan for this team. And that was one of the many instances he where wasn't, he made He wasn't fully committed. He wasn't committed, no. And that that move to draft Pat White in the second round, that, that was a horrible pick, horrible. But you weren't a Tannehill guy when they drafted him? I had my doubts, and he never overcame those doubts. Because you could argue, I, I mean, he's got a chance well, of being better than Andrew Luck since Luck's retired, and but, obviously but, RG3 but, was but, – was, But, was, but, the, the, but the, the, look, look at the running back he has on this team. Oh, yeah. The way that, that they use him is so much different. than yeah. The Dolphins tried this whole Joe Philbin spread it out, have uh, Tannehill throw it 30 to 40 times a game. That's not going to work. I when mean, you give him I a mean, Derrick Henry and have him I mean, you know, throw 20 to 25 times. But I, I, I had – Two names for him, Ryan Benny Hill, because he was always running around and you hear he's a wide receiver. He was a wide receiver in college. And then I came up with Ryan Trashy Hill. Trashy Hill. I like the first one better. 
I don't want to get too much off football, Frank, but I do have a question for you before we wrap it up. You know, you do a ton of reviews. Riley mentioned at the beginning of our interview with you, um, you do a lot of soda. Um, I'm a big fan of soda. Riley is always drinking uh, Coke Zero. But my question for you is this. What is the worst soda you've ever reviewed or tried? What's the worst one? Because you try some pretty crazy Cinnamon sodas. Coke. Cinnamon Coke was pretty bad. Uh, my God, that sounds awful. Ugh. Uh, I gave it a 3.1, but the more... The more I think about it, it might be one of the worst sodas I've ever tried. Was and it just I, the powerful cinnamon taste, or what no, was it? No, no, I gave that. That was just it burned. It burned. It's it had a burning sensation. <laughs> What's the weirdest soda you've tried? Like the weirdest flavor? It might be the one I tried on uh, Tuesday. What was that? Can and you it, tell us what that is? I don't know if you released it. Yet. One of the worst ones I've ever had. And I gave it a three point one, and I think I should have probably given it a worse review than three point one. I was being nice with a 3.1, and that's butter soda. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's a thing? Yes. Picture <laughs> this. You know the butter you put on the popcorn at a movie theater? Oh, yes. That's what it tastes like. Oh, They literally put, like, the can of soda under the butter thing and just hit the button. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a bottle. So it's a bottle. And I tried it, and I and I gave it a couple sips, and I gave it 3.1, and I gave it more sips, and I said, Boy, this is even worse than a 3.1. Oh, my God. That's pretty rough. I mean, butter soda, I mean, that's something and you then, feel like. And then finally, it, it hit me. I, said, I cannot finish this. And I threw the rest of it down the drain. So, Frank, before that's we wrap up, thing. one more Dolphins question for you. You said earlier you're not that optimistic about 2020. So, I'm curious, what are your expectations for the season? But moving forward, like, do you think next year is our year to make a playoff run? Do you think they have any hope? Because remember, Frank, remember, they expanded the playoffs. Uh, one more slot in each each conference, so I a seven and nine team be, could get I in. This year, I see this should be more about a six and ten team, mm-hmm. and maybe twenty twenty one they can make a push for the playoffs. And by twenty twenty two they should be a playoff contender. They got to figure out that offensive line, protect yes. Tua. Yes, which is a major reason why I think for the red shirt year more than anything. Yeah, unless they figure that line out, they should not be throwing them out there. And Frank, I don't know, you know, if you follow the draft, the NFL draft that much, but I know you guys are a little bummed they didn't get a running back in this draft. I mean, they brought in Jordan Howard and Matt Breida, but the running back class and the wide receiver class in next year's draft is stacked. They got two first round picks, two second round picks, Frank. They need to spend those picks on either another offensive more offensive line help or wide receivers and running backs. Get some weapons for Tua. Then I think, ooh, they're gonna be they're gonna be dangerous next year. Yeah, that's probably – well, like I said, it's not about getting good this year. It's about getting good in the next couple of years. I think, the, I think patience is the way to go, and it's another reason why I think that they should just play it slow with uh, Tua. Yep. I mean, it's a rebuilding process. This is year two of the rebuild. It's probably in a year three I mean, they were a lot four. better than I expected last year. Last year, I thought they would have a yeah. tough time winning one game. Yeah. They finished well, the season. The way it started. Oh, my God. And it seems that uh, Brian Flores has got a lot of respect around the league, which could help involve some free agents. Unlike Adam Gase, who's reviled around the league and caused us to lose players. You wonder how why happy he still are you? has a job, but <laughs> he coaches say, the Jets. So why how, happy are you, Frank? Should, how happy are you, Frank, that he's coaching he's the Jets now? <laughs> I love it. I do, too. I, I love, love it. it. I hope he stays there forever. He, might, he, actually, he actually is, a, is, is just a gigantic asshole. Yeah, oh, no. I know he is. In, in his time in Miami, he ran so many guys <laughs> out. Fifth inning to fit into a damn double play. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, he catches the the the, the, the short stopping kid and the segregation of playing catch each other, and then they did a backflip. Yeah, oh, Frank, Lord. I want to get you on for a Dolphins game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, we're gonna have to do that this year for sure. <laughs> so far this year, Jonas Cespedes has uh, two hits and turned into double play twenty times. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> He actually already hey, he crossed the met an out. He was uh, running on first, and the ball was hit over the center fielder's head, and it bounced off the wall. And he was still uh, walking to second base. Well, I'll tell you what, Frank. On that note, I think we need to get you out of here because uh, you got what four more innings in that game, and it's tied up two to two. So oh, I'm rooting God, for the yeah. Mets tonight. <laughs> I'm rooting for the Mets tonight. Um, but Frank, do you have anything you want to plug real quick that you're doing? I know we got the website. Well, you, you got my website. You got my hot mic things, which I'm going to be doing with net games throughout the year. 
His reviews on Barstool Sports, obviously. The soda yes. reviews. Yes, and, and YouTube. We subscribe to my YouTube channel. I want to get my YouTube channel up to 10,000, so help me out. Get me out All my right. YouTube channel up to 10,000. Frank, he's the most passionate fan I've ever encountered in my life. But I think, Frank, that this season, mm-hmm. I have not seen Dolphins fans this excited about the team in probably two decades after drafting Tua, that it has totally changed the mood of Dolphins fans. Just think if they would have drafted Justin Herbert instead of Tua, what Dolphins fans' mood would be like right now. I think we'd be back, you know, uh, thinking, oh, here's another here's another John Beck situation or yeah, waiting, Joey waiting, Harrington. Waiting for another uh, five years of nothingness and have to start again. We finally have hope. Finally. Yep. All right, so you can catch his work, Frank the Tank Fleming, at Barstool Sports, sportsencyclopedia.com, and, of course, his podcast, Allow Me to Be Frank. It's freaking hilarious. You can catch that on any major podcast platform. Frank, thanks for the time, man. Enjoy the rest of the Mets game, hopefully, uh, and we'll chat with you down the line. All right, I'll talk to you later. So, Riley, I'm not sure what the hell just happened. Um, I'll tell you what, though. <laughs> what I were think you ex- you what else were you expecting, Mason? No, no, no. <laughs> I was expecting that, but it was funny because when we lined up this interview with Frank, we knew how passionate he was. We knew, you know, he's a huge Dolphins fan. We did not know the Mets game would be going on during the interview. So as Riley and I were waiting, as we were waiting for him to join, I said, you know, Riley, it's like the third inning of this Mets game. You know, DeGrom just pitched like a a really crappy inning for DeGrom standards. Like, I don't know how he's going to be when he gets on. And I don't know how scared you all were because this isn't a video podcast. This is an audio one and you can't tell when he's going to scream or when he's going to get loud. So, (laughs) but Hey, you know what? Frank brings the enthusiasm. He brings the passion and that's why we need to get him on again. I enjoyed that. Yeah. He brings the energy and yeah, I was, I was fully expecting. I mean, if you listen to his podcast, allow me to be Frank. I mean, that's literally just Frank. I don't even think he was getting fired up. I think that's just who he is. I mean, that's why he's, so popular. He's such a passionate sports fan. So we appreciate him coming on. The timing was a little off with the Mets, but hey, Frank's a busy man. We got to get him on when we can get him on. So Riley, we're going to now transition because we've been promoting this on our social media pages on Facebook and Twitter for the last few weeks. And we have our first two rounds of the trivia contest ready to roll. Um, If you're a big trivia fan like Riley and I are, this will be fun just to listen to. we got a lot of cool Dolphins questions for you, see how many you know. And you'll also get to see who can win these two trivia battles and enter in to win that $100 gift certificate to NFL Shop. So we're going to get going with that, Riley. Let's roll. Yeah, real quick before we get into it. So over the past couple weeks, we've done a couple of these. We're doing our first two rounds in this episode Mason, we talked to the participants before they started the competition, but why don't you explain to the viewers the rules of the contest? So guys, the rules are pretty simple. It's going to be four rounds. Each participant or contestant gets one question per each round, and questions are worth one point. Now, if a contestant misses a question, the other person gets a chance to steal. So like many game shows, if you miss it, the other person gets a chance to steal it. So you can't complain and say, well, I knew... Uh, their questions I didn't know mine well you get a chance to steal their questions as well if there's a tie at the end of four rounds we'll have a tiebreaker question for that so the most possible questions you can get right are eight that's if the opponent doesn't get any right and you get them all right and your questions right as well all right so let's go ahead we have the rules established we have our two first contestants let's go ahead and play the first round that we recorded about a week or so ago uh, of our trivia challenge All right, so we are excited to kick off the first round of our Dolphins trivia giveaway. We have Austin from Arkansas and Jason from Florida. They were the winners of our first trivia question where we talked about, where we asked, who was the leading rusher for the Miami Dolphins last season? So now we're bringing them on the show with the chance to win a $100 gift card to NFL Shop. So Austin, Jason, thanks for joining us. Before we get into the trivia questions, I want to just ask real quick, Austin, we'll start with you. How long have you been a Miami Dolphins fan? Uh, since I was in first grade. Uh, we got a throwback Dan Marino uh, jersey from a secondhand shop. Nice. There you go. I still have it at my mom's house, and that's what made me. I'm from Arkansas, living in cowboy country. We were, <laughs> yeah, we were at the uh, secondhand shop. and I'm, curi- it. I'm curious, Austin, how many, you know, because Mason and I, we're from Florida, but we grew up mostly in Virginia. And I'm just curious, how, how many Dolphins fans do you come across in Arkansas? Not a lot. 
No. Uh, I have a friend that actually went to the University of Miami, and he lives here now. So it's pretty much he and I are the only two that I know of that are yeah that are Dolphins fans around my area. Cool. Well, we appreciate you joining us. And then our second contestant is Jason, who is from Florida. Jason, how long have you been a Dolphins fan for? Since the day I was born. I there you was, go. Uh, born into it, so 23 years. Uh, my mom and dad were both huge Dolphins fans. They became fans back uh, around the 72 team. So it's just uh, my birthright, I guess you could say. Nice, nice. And guys, before we get started, just real quick, like how confident are each each of you guys? How's your trivia? Uh, Jason, how's your trivia? How confident are you? I'm feeling pretty good. Um, okay. I'd say I say it's pretty good. Anything pre-72, uh, I'll be lost. But if it's after that, I think I'm All right. Well, mo- most of their franchise is after that. So that's that's a pretty solid uh, leg up right there. Austin, how are you feeling, man? Well, I was good until I heard he could go all the way back to 72. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well, luckily for you guys, um, you know, most of these trivia questions for for at least ten, uh, for your guys' rounds, they're going to be kind of recent within the last 15 or 20 years. Uh, we went over the rules with you guys. Um, if you don't have any questions, though, we're going to get started. Uh, so 30 seconds for each of you. We're going to talk about each category just to give you an idea what each category is going to be. And then each of you will get a question to answer. And remember, you guys can steal if the other one misses. So try to be quiet when the other person's going. And I will definitely let you know when you have five seconds or so left in your 30-second countdown. Um, so we did a coin flip, a random coin flip. And Austin won that coin flip. For So for our four categories, Austin is going to go first for each one. So our first category, gentlemen, is going to be called quarterback carousel. So quarterback carousel, just from the name, you should get kind of an idea of what the category is about. It's going to be about quarterbacks that the Dolphins have gone through post Dan Marino. And don't worry, guys, we're not going to ask you to name every Dolphins quarterback since Dan Marino. No, 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 (laughs) no. We we won't be that tough on you. But the answers are going to be quarterbacks who have played for the Dolphins after Dan Marino. So, Austin, you have the first question. Here we go. Let's get this started. So, Austin, who was the starting QB for the Dolphins? When they beat the Ravens in week 15 of the 2007 season, which happened to be their only win that year, who is that quarterback? Uh, 2007. Was it Pennington? Okay. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. That's like, All right. That is incorrect. That's incorrect. Who wants to be a so, millionaire? Is that your final answer? So, <laughs> that's your final answer. So time stops. It resets. Jason, you heard the question, so we're going to give you about 15 seconds. Do you need me to repeat the question? No, no, I got the question. Okay, so what is your answer for that question? I'm going to go with Cleo Lemon. Is that your final answer? Yes. All right, Jason, that is correct. So, Jason, you steal the point. You are up one nothing, and now you're going to get another question. Now, Austin, remember, if Jason misses this, you have a chance to steal. So our second question for the quarterback carousel is this. In 2006 – the Dolphins played the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving Day, beating them 27 to 10. Who was the starting quarterback for the Dolphins in that game? And that was in 2006. Was it Tyler Thigpen? All right, is that your final answer? I love these yeah. name polls. <laughs> I know. You, you, you guys are all naming quarterbacks. So, Jason, was that your final answer? Yes, it is. All right, that is incorrect. So, Austin, you get a chance to steal this one. I was going to say yeah 2006 2006 detroit lions on thanksgiving day where the dolphins beat them 27 to 10 i told you guys these aren't layups these are going back a little bit and the dolphins on the quarter all right so do you have an answer i do not okay well guys i could have made this question a little bit easier we could have said this was a former detroit lions quarterback the correct answer is joey harrington joey harrington That was actually the season where Dante Culpepper started for Miami, but obviously that didn't last very long. So Joey Harrington, back when Nick Saban was the coach for the Dolphins. So that's the end of the first round. Jason is up one to nothing. Riley, what's our second round going to be for these guys? And Austin, you're going first in this round as well. All right. So for this category, we're focusing on running backs in the categories called who's the draft pick. So basically, I'm going to give you the year, the round, and the college that the player went to. And you have to tell me who that player was. And remember, this is running backs. So, all right. Austin is up. So, Austin, 2015, fifth round, 
Boise State. Who's the player? JJ. He got it. All right. So it's Boom, one more. That was good. Let's move on Confident. to Jason. Yeah. All right. Jason. 2012, fourth round, the U. You're from Florida. You should know this one. 2012, fourth rounder from the University of Miami. Lauren Miller. You got it. All right, guys. Nice round. So it's two to one after the second round. All right, Mason, good, what's the Good job, category? guys, by the way, on, on the draft picks. That was solid. So 2-1, Jason's up. This is our third category. Remember, there's four total, so this is a pretty close matchup right now. All right, guys, so this one, hopefully your memory's not too bad because this these questions are about last season, so not too far ago, last season. So, Austin, you're up first again. Last season, Austin. Last season, Devontae Parker led the Dolphins with 1,202 receiving yards. Who was the who was second on the team last season in receiving yards? So we know Devontae Parker was first. Who was second? Albert Wilson. Okay. Final answer? Yeah. All right. That is incorrect. It is not Albert Wilson. So Jason, with a chance to steal and go up three to one, who do you think? Mike Kosicki. Final answer? Final answer. That is correct. Mike Gesicki. Very good. And Mike Gesicki had about fi- 570 yards receiving. So that really shows you the Dolphins didn't have a, a lot of yards after Devontae Parker. So Jason, you're up three to one. This would be a huge gain right here to go up four to one. And actually it would technically end the game. I believe if Jason was to get this one, but we would still go to the last quarter, uh, the last category, of course. So Jason, here's your question. No pressure. Ryan Fitzpatrick led the Dolphins in rushing last season. That was the trivia question that got you guys on the show. 243 yards. Who was second on the team in rushing last season with only 201 yards? Patrick Laird. Final answer? Final answer. That's incorrect. So, Austin, you're still alive. This would really help you out. It's not Patrick Laird who was second on the team in rushing with 201 yards. About 10 seconds. Mark Walton. Is that your final answer? That is correct. Wow. That was a good poll. That that was a tough question. That was a tough question. Mark Walton is correct. Didn't finish the season with Miami, but yes, Mark Walton was correct. So now it is three to two. We're going to our final category. Austin, you're down by one. Riley, what's our last category going to be? First of all, I wish these last season trivia questions were more positive than (laughs) – Well, you know what, but listen, there's only one way you can go. That's up. There's only one way you can go. That's up. All right. This uh, category is called interim head coaches. All right, Austin. So you're going to go first. Your question is, in 2004, the 2-11 Dolphins shocked the 12-1 Patriots on Monday Night Football, beating them 29-28. Who was the interim head coach for the Dolphins for that game? Cam Cameron. I'm not going to say final answer because <laughs> I'm assuming it's I'm the final, final answer guy. All <laughs> You're right. The final answer guy. No, you're incorrect. Um, all right, Jason. Do you have a uh, do you have an answer for this one? Do you need me to repeat it? Yeah, let's let's take the repeat it just so I can think. <laughs> okay. Buy you some more time. I like it. <laughs> all right. In 2004, the two and eleven Dolphins shocked the twelve and one Patriots on Monday Night Football, beating them twenty nine to twenty eight. Who was the interim head coach for the Dolphins for that game? There's been so many. I actually I have a T-shirt with all the names crossed out. I don't know what it is. If only you were wearing it right now. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, Wanstead? I don't know. It's a guess. All right, that's incorrect. The answer is Jim Bates. Jim Bates. <laughs> And that was actually the season once that got fired. So you're kind of close on that, Jason. That was that was the time. But yeah, Jim Bates was the coach. Now let's set the stage before Riley yeah, asks ahead, Jason this question. So Jason, you're up three to two. Obviously, if you get this question right, you win. The game's over. Now, if you miss it and Austin gets it right and it's three to three, we go to our tiebreaker question. And it would it would be kind of cool. This is the first round we're doing this. The first time we're doing this to go to a tiebreaker would be kind of nice. So we'll see what happens. Riley, what is Jason's question? All right, here we go. When Joe Philbin was fired in 2015, who took over as the interim head coach and led the Dolphins to a 5-7 and seven record? Dan Campbell. Got it. Dan Campbell it is. 
You remember that Austin, name on his Austin, shirt? Austin, did you? Austin, I saw you shaking your head. Did you know what that was? Did you know the answer to that one? Yeah. Okay, so if Jason didn't, it could have went to a tiebreaker. But congrats, Jason. You win. That means your name is going to be entered into that $100 gift card. Uh, so you and three other winners will be entered into that drawing. So you'll have a 25% chance to win. So that's pretty awesome. But Austin, you're not going to walk away empty. We're still going to have a prize for you. We're going to announce what that prize is. So we're going to leave you in the dark a little bit here. Okay. But we're going to announce what that prize is when we air all of these matchups in our Fins Friday show. Okay. Yeah, we appreciate you guys coming on. I want to ask this to everyone that wins their round. So you have a chance to win, Jason, a $100 gift card to NFL Shop. If you win it, do you know what you're going to use it on? I think so. It's tough right now. Uh, Are you going jersey or just like a a couple different items? What would you do? I think I'll probably get get my girlfriend a white uh, throwback to a jersey because I already got my to a jersey and the green throwback. So Wow, they're a smart man. (laughs) <laughs> make the girlfriend happy all right all right man well thank you both for coming on so much we really appreciate you supporting the show participating interacting on social media at finite to win it so congrats jason but don't worry austin you're going to win something as well so we really appreciate you guys coming on and taking the time to participate in the first round of our trivia giveaway all right, everybody, we're going to get into the second round of our Dolphins Trivia Challenge here in just a second. But before we do that, I want to take a quick minute to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode of Fin It to Win It, Bet Online. Sports are finally coming back, everyone, and so are your chances to bet on your favorite sports teams and events. Mason, Major League Baseball is back, and there is no better place to start wagering than our exclusive partners, Bet online, although I know that you, my friend, have been struggling just a little bit with Major League Baseball so far. Whew, it's it's um it's it's killing me right now, Riley. I'm not gonna I'm not going to um <laughs> to lie. I've I've had a rough time. Now golf I've done pretty solid with, so I'm really looking forward to golf uh, betting on this week. But yeah, baseball's been tough, but you know what, guys? You gotta just pick yourselves up. You gotta check out the odds, the futures, and all the props you can find 24-7 on Bet Online. Plus, on the entertainment side, we talked about it before, but Floyd Money Mayweather, that's right, Floyd Mayweather, he's gonna join the Bet Online team to bring you a brand new segment. The ice is right. I like that name. Floyd, he's going to be talking about his jewelry, and he's going to give you the chance to bet on the cost of his bling to win some great prizes. So what are you guys waiting for? Visit betonline.ag for all of your odds and up-to-date sports news. Remember to use the promo code, though, BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. So hurry up, guys. Get on BetOnline, your online wagering experts. All right, everyone, let's kick off round number two of our Dolphins trivia giveaway We're going to be giving away a $100 gift card to NFL Shop to the winner. So here's the second round. We have John from New York and Dennis from Miami. Guys, thanks for joining us. Before we get started, I want to quickly ask you, John, first let's go to you. How long have you been a Dolphins fan? And just kind of tell us the backstory there. Yeah, thanks, guys, for having me on. Um, I've been a Dolphins fan since I was born. My dad, even though he's from New York with me, he Mm -hmm. liked Dan Marino growing up. So there you go. ever since I was born, he dressed me in a onesie with its Miami Dolphins right on it. And ever since then, I've become a fan. Uh, there was one time where I was questioning my fanhood. I almost became an Eagles fan back in the, you know, late, late 09 era. I but I was, you know, I'm like, I have to go back. I can't. I don't, I can't I don't think, John, I don't think we're being – if we're all being honest with ourselves, I think that, that – has come into our, the back of our minds at least once throughout the last 20 years. No, I, I'm being <laughs> honest. That, that's never, no, that's never come to my mind. And listen, we all go through like midlife crises. We all have moments in our life of doubt. So I'm happy though, John, you stuck true yeah. and you, you, you stayed the course. All right. And then again, I was 10 too. So, okay. <laughs> good point. Good point. Yeah. So let me clarify. Oh, wow. here. So I, I don't know about you, John, I'm kind of a hothead. So in the moment, I, don't, I can't tell you how many times throughout the last 20 years or so I've been like, I'm done with this team. I'm over this team, <laughs> you know, things like that. But then the yeah. next week I'm back watching the Dolphins playing. So, exactly. Yeah, It's a love-hate thing, but uh, hopefully it's love from here on out. Let's go ahead and move on to Dennis. Dennis, you are from Miami, sir. I'm going to guess you're a lifelong Dolphins fan. Is that correct? Yes, lifelong. From the second you were born. <laughs> Not the second, because like my family, my family's Cuban, so they weren't really into football. But once oh, okay. I got a little old enough to to recognize, like I was like nine years old when when I started watching, and that was the last year. That was ninety two. That was the last year they went to the championship game that they lost to yep. Buffalo. 
Oh yeah, you know? my dad. My dad was at that game with my uncle, and they, oh. I think they left. In, I think they left in the third quarter. Um, that was that was a rough one. That yeah, was, was yeah, tough. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I've been a fan ever since, like every year, through all Great, the nice. all the little bit of good and all the. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever get any chance to make it to uh to Hard Rock to catch a game? Are you close enough? I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I live, I live, I live in the area. I've mm-hmm. I've been a season ticket holder for the last four. This would be my fifth year. Awesome. If fans are actually allowed to go in. So. Yeah, I'm curious. Since you said you've been a you're a ticket holder, season ticket holder. Have you had any type of contact from the team about this season? Like what, what to expect? Like, I don't know how many fans they are going to allow in. I don't know if they've come out with that yet, but have, have they contacted you at all about that? They, they've told me for, in terms of preseason, like the, the money that went towards preseason will go towards uh, my future payments for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. And if, if I can't go to any of the games, then I, I, if I read the email correctly, I believe I'll get an option to, to roll over for next year. I believe that's what okay. I read it. Gotcha. But cool. I still have well, to call them to confirm. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's awesome that you're a season ticket holder. Um, I want to ask John one quick thing before we get down to business. Because I'm really curious. You said you're in Albany, John? Yep. All right. So that's what correct. is it like being in like – New York being a Miami Dolphins fan with Jets and Giants fans. I don't know where you're from specifically. Is it more Giants fans or Jets fans there? And how do you go about telling people you're a Miami Dolphins fan? Well, it, it they, would probably be Bills laugh. though. They laugh. Well, that's yeah, what I guess Bills too. Yeah, I guess Bills too. There is a lot of, there are, there's like a mix of four. It's the Patriots, Bills, Jets, and Giants. And honestly, I, I get into scraps with the Patriots the most because they're close. I mean, they're only two and a half hours away from Foxborough, where I live. And I'm two hour and a half, two and a half from MetLife, where the Giants and Jets play. So I'm like in the and then four and a half from Buffalo. So Buffalo is actually the furthest stadium out of those four teams. Hmm. But yeah, it's definitely I get a lot of hate. They're like, why are you a Dolphins fan? You're all the way up here. Blah, blah, blah. But you know what? I'm proud to be a Dolphins fan. There you go. God bless you, you, John. There you go. So, Mason, you prepped them before we went live here with the rules, so they're ready to roll. You're going to be giving our first category, so do you want to kick us off? Yeah, let's rock and roll. Uh, Dennis, John, good luck, guys. We did the coin flip. John, you're going to be going first with each category. Um, Of course, guys, if you're not being asked the question, be sure to be listening because if the person misses it, you'll get a chance to steal. All right, John, Danis, our first category is going to be pretty straightforward. It's going to be colleges. So for colleges, I'm going to give you a current Miami Dolphins player. All you have to do is tell me what college they went to and played football at. So, John, you're up first. Your player is going to be Mike Gesicki. Where did Mike Gesicki play college football at? Penn State. Is that your final answer? Yes, that is correct. This, okay, we did this the first round with the final. Listen, answers. I want to make it official. I like it. I like the final right. stuff. So, John, great start, one to zero. Uh, Dennis, same category, same type of question, but your player is going to be Xavier Howard. Where did Xavier Howard go to college? Oh my God! Um, I remember when he got drafted too. Um, I don't know it, but I'm going to just say Florida State. That's incorrect. Okay, John, to go up two to zero for the steal, do you know where Xavier Howard went to college? I thought it was in like green and yellow. Was it Baylor? No. That is correct. Baylor. Is- okay. So I bet I John- guarantee you, Danis knew Mike Gesicki, though. <laughs> Because he, he didn't have that one. That's how it always works. <laughs> it, it is how it works. So, John, you're up 2-0, but there's plenty of time, Dennis. So, Riley's going to go to the next category for you guys. And once again, John, you're going to go first. All right. So, we're going back a few years. This category is called Whose Stats Are These? So, this is from the 2016 Miami Dolphins team, the last team to make the playoffs with a 10-6 and record. All right, John, are you ready for your question? Yep. Here we go. This rookie, he was a rookie, 2016, had only 179 rushing yards that year with two TDs, but he led the team with 5.4 yards per carry. Um, I guess I don't know, only answer is Jai but there's no way he only had two touchdowns. Jai going Jai That is incorrect. Yeah. So, okay. Dennis. Your chance to really make up some ground here early on. Do you know? Um, do you want me to repeat the question or do you know? Please repeat it. 
Yeah, sure. Repeat it, please. Yeah. This rookie had only 179 rushing yards with two TDs, but he led the team with 5.4 yards per carry. I'm going to go with Kenyon Drake. All right. Danis is back in the there game, go. baby. He nice. got it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, Kenyon Drake was a rookie that year. So, all right, Danis, now you're up. And here is your question. Remember, 2016. 29 tackles, led the team in sacks with 11 and a half and one pick and a Pro Bowl appearance. Can you name that player? 2016, Cameron Wake. All right, so we are tied 2-2 after two Ooh, rounds. All right, all right. I like all right, it. Here I like go. it, guys. Mason, what's the next uh, next category? All right, guys, let's see. These can challenge you. These are going to be a little while ago. Uh, this category is going to be called trades. So once again, a pretty simple category named trades. I'm going to describe a trade. you got to tell me the player involved. So, John, you're up. And once again, guys, it is 2-2, two two, so it's anybody's game. John, your question is this for trades. In 2004, the Dolphins received a third-round pick in what Chicago Bears wide receiver when they traded the Bears defensive end, Edwali Agunlier? I'm going to have to – I don't know that one, unfortunately. Okay, so no, no answer from John on that one. Dennis, you have a chance to steal and take the lead. Do you have an idea who that might be? Marty Booker. That is correct. Nice. It is Marty Booker. He's got me on these early 2000s. Is up 3-2. <laughs> yep. Marty Booker was with the Dolphins from 04 to 2007. The pr- pretty rough years during that time, but you know, Chris, Chamber- Chris Chambers and Marty Booker, they were a good pair of uh, wide receivers and had Randy McMichael as well, so not bad for some weapons there. All right, Dennis, a chance to go up 4-2. to Technically, John would not be out of it, even if you're up 4-2, to but it would be closing the door quite a bit. So here's your question, Dennis. In 2007, the Patriots traded the Dolphins a second-round and seventh-round pick for what wide receiver? Wes Welker. Correct, Wes, Wes Welker. <laughs> Dennis is just sighing like, these are too easy, man. Come on. You can no, no, I just brought back bad memories. <laughs> <laughs> brought back bad memories. Oh, that we oh, that's let Wes true. Welker go. That's true. The, 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 the sigh wasn't because it was easy. The sigh was like, yeah, we we let Wes like, Welker uh, go. Had to bring that. Yeah, yeah. I have realized this, guys. And we so drafted in the second round. Yep. Um, I have realized this through two rounds now. You guys are our second round. Mason likes to find – well, I guess it's kind of hard over the last two decades to find positive <laughs> questions. <laughs> but a lot of these are very – they bring up bad memories. <laughs> All right, listen. Here, here's a good segue. We're into our last category. Riley's going to do it, but I'm just going to set it up. Riley said I like to only bring up bad memories. Now, one of these questions is negative. It is a bad memory. The other one is a positive memory. So I went half and half for the last category. Now, Dennis, you are up four to two, but John, you're first. So John, you got to get this question right to give yourself a shot. All right. So Riley, what's the last category? All right. We're talking playoffs and how it reads on here. I think Mason wanted me to do the Jim Mora. I'm not going to do it. Oh, come on. (laughs) Playoffs. All All right, John, here we go. In 1998, who did the Dolphins defeat? 24-17 24-17 in the wild card round when they clinched the game with a sack and a fumble recovery. Is it 98? 98. They beat this team in the wild card round 24-17 and it ended on a sack and fumble recovery. I'm going to take a guess. Fortunately. Pittsburgh Steelers? Nope. Incorrect. All right, Danis. Danis, he's got Buffalo. <laughs> I was about to say Buffalo. Now, Danis, Danis, I can't give you a bonus point, but I'm just curious. Do you remember who made that Trace sack? Armstrong. There you go, buddy. Trace Armstrong sacking Doug Flutie at about the seven yard line. Good he's, answer. He's got years on me, man. I can't. I can't. And I will. I will say this too. That's outside of 20 years, Mason. So, Well, Maybe. you know what, though? That's 22 years. Sue me. All right, Riley, ask Dennis the last question. Let's see if he can uh, just add another point on there. All right, here we go. In 2000, after a thrilling overtime win against the Colts, who did the Finns lose to in the divisional round 27 to nothing? 
2005. Oh, Oakland. Oakland. We lost the Raiders. Yep. Unfortunately, we lost to the Raiders. 27 nothing that year. So, Dennis, you're right. Uh, my man, you, you came out of the gate slow, but wow, you made up some ground quick. <laughs> Congratulations, good man. Good job. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Good, good game. Congrats. Good match. Yeah, so Dennis is going to be entered to win a $100 gift card to NFL Shop. John, you're going to win a prize regardless. We'll let you know what that is here in the next couple of weeks, what that is. But everyone that participates gets some sort of prize. Um, Dennis, I'm curious, man. Now that you are in the running, if you do win the $100 gift card to NFL Shop, do you know what you're going to buy with that $100? Have you thought I about mean, this at all? I was planning on buying my first current jersey in a long time. I was planning on buying a tour <laughs> jersey. I haven't, bought a, I, haven't right. bought a, I haven't bought an active player's jersey since Jason Taylor. See, yeah, yeah. Dennis, my, my, my last jersey I bought for an active player was Zach Thomas. And it wasn't even like this yeah. is like prime, this is like prime Zach Thomas, like 2000, 2001. Mm. It's, it's been a long time for me. Long yeah, time. Mason yeah. and I had this conversation a few episodes ago. We talked Dolphins jerseys because we were talking about, you know, Tua being the number one and number two selling jersey. Like, how, how often, like, I have a, I have a closet full of like, Early two thousands, Dolphins. You know, the I have bad Sam memories Madison. too. Yeah. Well, you know, some of them well, not that, not that, not that. Um, but, you, know. you know, like Sam Madison, Zach Thomas, oh. Jason Taylor, guys like that. Um, but recently, I I bought a Tannehill jersey, but that's probably other than that, that's the last one I've had in the last probably decade. Um, I was given a Brandon Marshall jersey, if that counts, but that was given oh. to me. I didn't have a yeah, choice yeah. there. John, yeah. are you wearing a Dolphins jersey right now? Yeah, I'm wearing it too. Uh... To a jersey. A, you got your two in yeah. jersey. I see you got the white. Oh, I like it, man. Nice. 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 Yeah. So this is the first time I got a two a jersey. It was it, I got the old school um aqua jersey. Um, but that's the first one I got since Tannehill. And before Tannehill, it had been a minute. So yeah, it it's it's nice to see the excitement finally back around the team, guys, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, congratulations, Dennis. Uh, you're in the running for a $100 gift card to NFL Shop. Guys, we really appreciate you. Number one, supporting the show, supporting the podcast. Thank you for that. And then two, participating in uh, the trivia challenge and coming on, the sh- uh, coming on the show. It was a lot of fun. Who knows? Maybe we'll have you all on again sometime down the road for another, another contest. Sweet. I appreciate it. Appreciate you know, it, guys. Thanks, guys. You know, Dennis has thanks, got years on me. Congrats, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're making Dennis feel old, man. <laughs> it's all right. Get, all right, John talk, wants man. a rematch. John wants a rematch. Give him a few years. Uh, get some more years uh, under his belt, and he's going to come back ready. <laughs> went to the, he went to the game, man. I can't do on that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All when right. he said, I "Oh, I went guys. to the game," you, when he said, "I went to the game," you, you knew you were in trouble. Right. I was in trouble. <laughs> All right, guys, we really appreciate Thank it. Thank Bye, you guys. for joining us. Thank you for See having you guys. Going. Good night. All right, so that's going to wrap up the first two rounds of our Dolphins trivia challenge. We have two more rounds to go. That's going to come out on our next Fins Up Friday. But Mason, that was a lot of fun bringing Dolphins fans on, chatting with them a little bit about the team. You know how long they've been fans, where it originated from, but also getting their knowledge, finding out their knowledge of the Dolphins. And I was pretty impressed with these first four contestants. I was. I mean, uh, Dennis, he finished strong. He really did. We didn't, uh, after that first round when he was down uh, two zeros, interesting to see how he would bounce back. But I was impressed by his knowledge, especially some that was, you know, 15, 20 years ago, which isn't always the easiest thing to do. So, so far it's been a lot of fun, but there are two more rounds to go, Riley. And we're going to feature round three and round four on our next Fins Up Friday show. So you guys definitely need to stay tuned for that. And then after we do rounds three and four, we will announce who the grand prize winner is out of the four winners of each round. And we will also announce what everybody else gets as their prize because we're giving prizes to everybody in this contest. I'm a, I'm a little exhausted, Mason. <laughs> it was quite a Fins Up Friday with Frank the Tank and then our two uh, rounds of trivia that was quite the Fins Up Friday episode, man. I, I'm going to need a nice long weekend here to, re- to recover. <laughs> yeah, but we definitely need to get Frank on again. You mentioned for a yeah. Dolphins game. That, would, that is a fantastic idea. Or at, least, or at least after a thrilling Dolphins victory, because we don't want to get him on for a loss. After a thrilling Dolphins yeah. victory, no, that's to get idea. him on to the show, to talk about his thoughts about the game. So we're going to definitely push for that in the future. 
I like that. That yeah, we should definitely go for that. So thanks again to Frank the Tank Fleming for joining us. Thanks to our participants of our first two rounds of our Dolphins Trivia Challenge. Two more rounds to go. That's coming out on our next Fins Up Friday. We have more episodes, more content covering training camp coming out next week. So stay tuned for that. Thanks to everybody for following along this crazy episode of Fin It to Win It in our Fins Up Friday. We hope everybody has a great weekend. And as always, Fins Up, everybody. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.